this is new for uh, the podcast because this is the first time that we are actually recording from three separate locations, which for our listeners, I don't even want to make you go through the understanding of what happened for us to make this work today. <laughs> I was a challenging factor in this today. <laughs> no, it was just a struggle. So we are figuring it out. Uh, but we wanted to make sure that we were still able to bring content to you guys when, when all this weirdness is happening, when all of this crazy stuff is happening. And uh, so we know you guys appreciate the podcast, so we wanted to make sure we were able to just keep recording episodes. So this is our first hack at doing it separately. We really like doing it together, but we are seeing each other's beautiful faces. And for those of you that can't see us, Danae looks like a model laying on her bean bag. <laughs> I look like I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> That's really where I'm at. Uh, Sarah looks like a CEO of a Fortune 500 company. <laughs> Full VIP status happening. And I look like I've gardened all day. But like in a hot <laughs> way. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. Um, but we're working it out. So what are we talking about today, guys? We, Danae came up with this great idea, and I'll let her elaborate a little bit more. But during this time of self-quarantine slash sticking to your house slash all of the different terms that we keep hearing, your stay-at-home orders during this time where COVID-19 is just, or 19 is really just uh, wreaking some havoc on our lives. Um, I think this is a really nice opportunity to look to different ways to be creative and challenge that other side of our brains that yeah. doesn't necessarily get challenged when we're in work business mode all the time. I think some I think some careers allow for some creativity, for sure. Um, but I also think that this is a different outlet of creativity that you could potentially be looking for. Um, today, what do you think? Yeah, that's totally along the lines of what I was thinking because, man, it's a weird environment out there. Mm-hmm. There's so much, like anxious energy in the air nobody knows what's going to happen um but at the same time there's been this really unique space for innovation kind of among this because businesses are going okay well what what can we do differently all of a sudden when everything's changed without a lot of notice so companies that never thought it was okay to work remotely are completely working remotely right because it's the option of that or shut down people who were um you know, in roles that sometimes aren't around anymore are getting shuffled around to different things. And I think the biggest part of it, I mean, especially for our circle, because anybody who who knows any of us personally knows that we have kind of a, a large circle around us of all times of um, small business owners, especially female small business owners. Yeah. And man, has it been a whirlwind because for anybody who either isn't in Denver or is living under a rock or is watching or listening to this way posthumously. Um, <laughs> basically what's happened is that everybody almost is, is under orders to um, either work completely from home, which means that everybody who has a brick and mortar business is essentially shut down unless you're one of a few um, basically deemed essential functions. And then a lot of people who are in businesses who haven't necessarily been shut down, um, anybody who works off of, I'll say, disposable income, 
um, is kind of in, in flux right now. So that includes anybody who has a house cleaning business, anybody who mm-hmm. is any sort of an artist, anybody who um, is a chiropractor or a massage therapist or anything that's, we'll say, not essential. Um, not that those things, spaces? yeah, event spaces. Not to say that those things aren't essential, but um, when it comes to, well, I have to pay for food and shelter and now I don't have any income, um, those ki- things kind of fall on the wayside. So um, I know that even even for me, I mean, I'm a financial advisor and my business has been um, completely virtual mm-hmm. over the last three weeks. I've seen one or two people in person um, and that's of their own volition, Not definitely not something I'm asking people to do. Um, but for the most part, I'm just on Zoom meetings all day long and that's totally changed um, the way that we do business and the way that we interact with right. people um, in a really good way, honestly, kind of in, in an explosive way. But that doesn't mean that our energy hasn't changed into one of anxiety sometimes, too. So um, the reason that I wanted to explore the idea of creativity is because I feel like with everybody in this space of, well, the traditional ways that everybody has done business in the past is shut down, then what happens next? Right. I mean, I've always known that, you know, I've heard this over and over through different podcasts and books and things like that, that, um, you know, you never want to be in a business where they just do things a certain way because that's the way that they've always been done. And so now people are starting to get whether whether it's a good thing or not. And by no way is this a commentary of how good and exciting this is for people, because for a lot of people, it is not good or exciting. It's really, really scary. Um, to not know where your income is going to come from. The hardest part about all of this, and I talked about this with Megan before, is that there's no definite ending. You know, it's not Christmas break. There's no everybody goes back to work in a week. It's right. We don't know if this is a week or two weeks or a month or two months or the whole summer. We have no idea um, because nobody really knows anything. So I'm, I'm going to start off by just acknowledging that, that this is really scary for a lot of people. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty in the air, but I do want to start framing the idea that this can be, um, a catalyst for a lot of growth, um, in people's businesses and people's personal lives, definitely in people's finances. That's for sure. Because now people are starting to explore the idea of, okay, if I can't do business the way that I always have, what can I do? Mm -hmm. You know, what direction do I have to take this? And, um, Megan, I'll, I'll ask you to speak to this too, because I think that, um, I think that you have a really kind of ground level view of this because for anybody who doesn't know, Megan is a business coach for entrepreneurial women. And so a lot of times she's going through complete reframings of what it is that people are doing right now. So Megan, just yeah. tell me, maybe you have even some examples of how people are starting to reframe their lives and their businesses in different ways. Yeah. Uh, it's been insane for me. It has been crazy because basically anybody that, um, has been a client, I is in our group, is in level up. Anybody that is in our, in our broader communities, I basically just said, Hey, how can I help? And so from, from that, and I sincerely meant it, I just filled my calendar with like 30 minute call after 30 minute call after 30 minute call, just to like attack what's going on and saying, okay, let's think about this. And and to Danae's point, honestly, usually that first five minutes, because I have to do a lot of work in 30 minutes, <laughs> usually that first five minutes is, are you going to be able to survive the next four months? Can you eat? Do you have, can you keep your home? Like, and if it is, like, I don't know, 
then that's a totally different conversation, right? So then it's like, hey, talk to Danae. Danae has an entire list of people that she can, or an entire list of businesses that'll work with you during this time. Um, and, um, you know, it just, you, you just orient yourself to what's happening to the individual that you're talking to. But the vast ma majority of people that I, I'm talking to, thank God, ha have been, you know, smart enough to keep themselves together so that they can survive this, even if they, you know, have to really adjust their lifestyle. So when that's the case, uh, the conversations that are, that I'm having are like, okay, so you have a period where suddenly you have way more time than you expected. Mm -hmm. And the biggest lesson that I want anybody to take from this scenario or any weird scenario like this is there are always, always, always opportunities. There are always opportunities for growth. There's always opportunity for better financial security. There's always opportunity for um, more customers or better service or whatever. I mean, as soon as we saw what was going on, Taylor and I were like, we got to call Sarah. <laughs> we have got to call Sarah because there was an incredible opportunity when interest rates lowered that we said, okay, how much, Sarah, give us the numbers. And she was, she was, I mean, we caught her before she got this waterfall, thank <laughs> goodness. Because <laughs> Sarah has truly been the busiest woman in the business for the last few weeks. But um, so, that, you know, that's just an example of an opportunity personally, but really what the conversation that we're having is, okay, so what are the opportunities in your business right now? There's always one. There's always one. And the sad truth is, um, just like with any downturn, with any economic hardship, uh, with any consumer fear, uh, there's going to be winners and losers. And at the end of this, there's going to be businesses that fail and shut their doors. Um, and there's businesses that are not going to fail, but choose to shut their doors. Um, and when that's over with, there's going to be customers that are looking for the services that those uh, businesses provided. So the question is, are you going to be ready? And uh, so that's really the, question, the conversation that I've been having is how can we get you ready for that time when customers are ready again? Um, and what work can we do? What, what creative processes can we put in place? What creative problem solving can we put into place? to get you ready. So when that like tipping point happens as a business owner, which by the way, it will happen. It yeah. will a hundred percent happen. Oh, of course. I mean, if you think it's not going to happen, we, it's a different conversation, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been having a, hearing a lot of people that think that it's like never like this is going to be our new forever. And it's like, no, 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 you no. Know what? It's no. funny. We were actually having that conversation in my office um, today because the interesting part about finance is that we've seen downturns like this before. Um, not exactly like this. This is what for, you know, your tiny little market update of the night. This is what they call a black swan. And the reason that they call it that is because mm. it's a unexpected financial event. Nobody could have really predicted this maybe a few weeks ago, but not, you know, months or right. a year ago. All of the other... Um, economic indicators are really, really positive. So this is kind of out of nowhere, right? But when you look back at something like 2008, that wasn't out of nowhere. That was a really long, intense financial catastrophe, basically. And at the end of 2008, 
people were saying, you know, all of these businesses have closed their doors. All of these people have lost all of their money. And people were saying, you know, restaurants, right? Who wants to run a restaurant after this? Or who wants to run any sort of financial institution? Or who wants to be a mortgage officer, for instance, right? That's a really good example. Who wants to do all of these things? Nobody will ever want Mm -hmm. to. And guess what? All of those industries bounced back. You know, it's easy to feel like this is going to be forever and that everything is always going to be bad when things are going down. You know, think about investments. Like, nobody wants to... Well, I mean, the people who are paying attention, right, want to invest when the market's going down. But, you know, people are like, well, I don't I don't ever want to invest in the market again. That's terrifying. But as soon as it starts going up, people forget. So this isn't going yep. to be forever. Yep. Um, sometimes it, it just feels like it. But Megan's right. Like, sometimes we have to reframe it in our own head, even if we're coming from a place of uncertainty ourselves, of how can I frame this as a larger opportunity for myself, for my family, for my business, for the people around me. I think the most interesting part of the creativity that's come out of this has been in the way that people have been creative at giving back and collaborating. That's one of the most interesting parts for me. I I saw a post earlier and I don't know if they do it here. This is an offhand, unverified. Danae saw this on Facebook. Don't know if it's real, like (laughs) all the disclaimers I need to say, but it was really cool. They were talking about how Joanne stores um, Joanne's fabric for anybody who doesn't craft a lot. Um, they basically were already pre-cutting fabric and patterns for, um, basically like mass protectors for the hospitals. So literally all you have to do, you don't have to pay for anything. You literally just have to go pick them up, sew them and then bring them back and they'll go drop all of them off for you. And I was like, wow, what a cool way to first of all get people in a store when nobody wants to go anywhere on giving back in a way that's not very expensive for them fabric isn't necessarily very expensive right no i would imagine it's one of their cheaper products yeah exactly like keeping their employees busy making sure that they still have hours you know helping them do stuff like that like what an interesting innovation and little piece of creativity that Mm -hmm. i bet you know the government didn't tell them to do that Joanne's corporate probably didn't tell them to do that, right? It was somebody who thought, you know, hey, here's a way that we can contribute in a way that's unique, that actually helps people and connects with our community in a way that's broader. And that's really cool. I think there have been, I mean, you guys have probably seen how many, how many of the fitness instructors have we seen in our community say, hey, I know that you guys will be working out at home. Here's a need you didn't have before. So here's some free at-home workouts to keep yep. you occupied yep. or have how about the other women's communities that we've seen how about natalie levy over at she's independent offering meditation and breath work because she knows everybody's anxious and on edge you know that's mm-hmm. what i love seeing about this community that we're in specifically is how are these businesses deciding that hey we're not gonna we're not gonna crumble we're not gonna be in the fetal position under our beds we're not gonna contract instead we're gonna go the opposite direction and see who can we help? How can we give? How can we expand our reach to help more people in a big yeah. way? So I think that's the, that's the first thing that I've seen. And then the second in a more painful way is, um, you know, what I wanted to talk about is that all of a sudden people are having to, um, I don't want to say burn their ships. If you guys have heard that phrase before, yeah. but when people are in transition between sometimes running a business and having some other sort of income, there's a lot of people right now who are all of a sudden being forced to stress test their business 
and say, well, you don't get to spend any other yeah. time on the income that you've had so far. You're all in. Are you ready for this? You know, yeah. it's an interesting. Yep. It's yeah. an interesting and very scary opportunity. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm having a lot of those conversations, really. And it's it's kind of neat because one of the favorite things about that about my job for me is having conversations with people being like, is this it? Is this the thing? Is this the thing? And having those hard conversations saying like, look, you have to love this. And you, because you have to love the clients that you're serving and you have to love the work that you're doing. I'm not saying you have to love every piece of it, but business ownership is hard. We say this almost every episode, don't we? Um, it's, it's true. It's just a slog sometimes. And so you better be in it and willing to like roll the dice on it. And so I love that point, Danae. I hadn't thought of that, that, it is, it, I, it is a part of, of a lot of the conversations I'm having right now. Okay, is this it? Because Amazon's hiring like fire. Safeway is... King Supers is hiring like fire. Safeway's hiring like fire. Like, Can I also yeah. mention, too? Yeah, and on that note, I want to make it clear to everybody just from, you know, whatever position of authority I have just being in finance and seeing people's money over and over and over again. There is no point of shame there is no pride lost in making sure that your family has income to stay afloat because i promise 100 this is oh, a 100%. this is a massive stress test on your life and on your business whether or not you asked for it because i promise that you did it <laughs> right maybe this is what you prayed for mm-hmm. in a very indirect way but um this is this is a stress test on your life that says yep. hey are you are you ready for something like this so the flip side of this creativity too right so first of all take care of your family Right. That means yes. that you need to work at a grocery store. Exactly. And yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm not too good to work at a grocery store. <laughs> I know that. And I, I want to make no, sure that people know I'm that too. You know? No. Um, take care of your family. Right. If you need to pay your bills, pay your bills. I've, I've mentioned this before. Call your credit card companies. Call your car lease companies. Call your property management companies. And if you need to scale back on your bills, a lot of those places are giving you a lot of concessions to do that right now. And that won't always be the case. Something that I didn't think about, too, just on a total tangent, because that's how we talk. Um, I had one of my credit repair lawyers call me today that I refer clients to. And he said, you know what? This is a amazing time to be paying off debt because a lot of the collection agencies, a lot of the credit card companies had to lay off a lot of people. So now they're understaffed. They're trying to deal with all of this stuff. And sometimes if you call and ask what they can do, sometimes they're more inclined to give you a deal. I was like, man, that's a really interesting yeah. thing that I hadn't thought of. That's an interesting perspective from that. Because I know, I mean, even um, it's hard to decipher and a lot of when I hear the news and I read a lot of stuff on social, but it doesn't hurt yeah. to make a call, right? I mean, right. student loans, you have, you have them. I hear they're deferring interest for the next three or six months. Take mm-hmm. advantage of it, man. If if you're struggling, cut it out. Find a way to get rid right. of it, and you know, and and focus where you can make a difference or what you need to have that. I think what's the what I have seen a lot is a lot of conversations I've had is people are so bogged down by the big picture that seeing any type of silver lining, non anxiety or anything like that is next near impossible. And I don't blame anybody for that because there is definitely, like as Tanea said, there's a lot of anxiety with it. But um, somehow, some way, I don't know how yet, and one day we will, there's going to be a silver lining that comes out of this. And it's going to be different for everybody. Um, you know, you're going to realize, like Danae was just saying, 
that you can do what you need to do to take care of yourself and your family at a time where you felt like you couldn't or where you were scared out of your damn mind or it brought you to that next level to start your business. Um, Whatever that silver lining is, we don't know what it is. Scary as shit. I totally know. But it's going to get there. And maybe it gets there in six weeks. Maybe it gets there in six months. I don't know yet. I wish I had that timeline and a fortune teller. People ask me all the time, what do you perceive the market's going to do? <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have the crystal ball. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> I can only make educated des- decisions. But I think that's something that um, for s- maybe this is some of the gratitude practice and stuff like that. I mean, I my life has changed to now be able to be like, hey, I can see this. This sucks right now. And it sucks for so many people. People's can't buy houses people's offers aren't getting accepted because they're losing their jobs and you know they're in this flux where they have to get out of this rental and you know there's and that's just a little taste of my mortgage world it goes so much deeper than that with people with kids they don't have daycare anymore you know they're they're trying to work from home and their kids are here and you know like they don't have the family that's close and the whole nine um but this this will test your human being and your strength and we all have that innate strength. You know, and I it. think you're so right, Sarah. And I'm going to push that a little bit further. And it's yeah. it, like there is always a silver lining. Like I totally believe that. But it's a lot easier to find the silver lining when you're looking for it. And when you're trying to create the opportunity. Oh, yeah. And when you're doing the work that you need to do um, to to create those opportunities. Or to maximize on those opportunities. Because they're there. You just have to use them. Call like. You just have to do it. And when when you decide that you are in charge of that process instead of waiting for just whatever's coming Mm. at you, that's a huge distinction in your life. And like, just get in control, get in charge, understand what's in within your circle of control and outside of your circle of control and start working on what's inside your circle of control. And those silver linings come way, way faster for you. So brilliant, Sarah. I just had to kick it like into third gear a little bit because it's my nature. Get it, girl. Yeah. Well, I think, there's, I think there's some definite Take silver it. linings, especially right off the bat. And I mentioned this is a stress test on your business that you're not going to get <laughs> another time. And I, I mean that in the biggest way. And I can tell you that the biggest silver lining for me, whether it's an aggressive kick in the pants or not, is that um, we're not doing this shit again. And I, I mean that, like with, with my clients, with the people I talk to, even in my own life, you know, there's, there are ways that I could be way more prepared for something like this and nobody anticipate it, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to walk into situations anymore with my clients or with my friends or with the people I know and take their, their business or their lives casually, right? There's no right. way that I'm going to have a client conversation anytime after this and not talk about how important it is to have an emergency fund. Right. We kind of glaze over it with a lot of people because it's like, oh, well, you'll have it when you have it. No, it's a priority now because I can tell you. Yeah, there are priority number one. That's why it's it's first in the process that I go through, because there are so many people who wish they had three to six months of savings right now. How much anxiety would be relieved Mm -hmm. if that was the case? But yeah, it'll be I feel that same thing. Like I'm I'm having a little bit of guilt thinking about like clients I've worked with over the last year or so. And I really hadn't made it a priority for them to look at their balance sheet, to look at their profit and loss, to look at all of those, mm-hmm. all, all of their basic financial statements. And you know what's really funny is I reached out to Kaylee Canavan of CSA. We all love her. Mm-hmm. She's incredible. Like 
a month ago and I was like, hey, could you come in and do a little bit of education after tax season? I know it's crazy for you right now. Could you come in and do a little education? I really think I need to start bringing a little bit more in, in for my clients so that mm -hmm. they understand their numbers, yeah. based, especially cash flow. Like that's really important for them to understand their statements of cash flow. But I've always just kind of thought that wasn't my lane. And so I let it go. And now I am like experiencing guilt for everybody that I've worked with for the last year that I didn't like just get as fierce with their business finances as I am with my personal finances, just because I felt like it was outside of my lane. And I, I won't do that again. Like that is a hundred percent becoming a part of my program. Like you show up on day one, you're going to have your three major financial statements, like just come with them. Yep. So, yeah. so I feel, I feel a little bit like a jerk. No, they haven't done that. Don't Megan, that's, that's not on you though either. And, and you know, that's part of what we're, we're realizing through all of this, because I get the same guilt, you know, from my clients, because if they don't have an emergency fund right now and they're struggling, you know, part of it feels like it's on me or, you know, like I have it in my mind that my clients think it's my fault that the market has gone down, which again is, <laughs> is not the case, but like, that's what's in my head right now, you know, and no, I, no. I stop it. I know, right? Isn't it? These are all of these thoughts are silly. I get it, but it's hard not to get into a feedback loop about this. But I right. don't know. Maybe that means that as soon as we get out of this, and you know, maybe you guys can be involved too. Here's where the creativity part comes in. Maybe we need to do an emergency fund challenge. Maybe that's what we need to do Ooh. with all of our people. Is mm. I yeah, like that idea. whatever yeah. race to five k in the bank, whatever that looks like. But let's let's start coming up with ideas because i think the the motto for 2020 is just we're not doing this shit anymore <laughs> like you know like, we're, we're done so yeah. yeah i think but the interesting part is that when things like this happen all sorts of new needs arise and all sorts of windows like come up like who knew that disaster preparedness was such a market was such a, a thing that people now have to care about that they never had to before. There'll be a lot of, I promise, there'll be a lot of businesses that rise up out of this that that didn't before. And that's so interesting. The, the other Yeah, we could learn a lot from uh, businesses that are used to dealing with hurricanes, yeah. that are used to dealing with fires. Mm -hmm. Like we could learn a lot yeah. from those. That's a really good point. Yeah. So the other, the other part of creativity that I wanted to explore is right now, um, really embracing the parts of you that are that are more creative energy because I can tell you in my own in my own personal life right now one of the things I've talked about this with Megan one of the things that I'm really struggling with is because I can keep working and because I work virtually there's no hours where I have to stop there's always more that I can do and you know I'm almost going to Megan knows I tend to go to the extreme of not doing any self-care at all um, but I would say, especially during this time, so many people are in a position where now you have the opportunity to do all of the things that you said you would do when you have time, you know, and that's, yep. you know, I yep. know that for, for myself, like I was, I was homeschooled. We've talked about this before, but I didn't realize how many people didn't really know what that meant. It's like, for me, what that meant is that I got my schoolwork done quickly so that I could spend all of my time doing the other things that I cared about. So I did art a lot growing up. I drew, I painted, um, I did a lot of gymnastics and dance and things like that just on my own because I had time to pursue my own talents and hobbies and creative expression. Mm -hmm. And over the last few years, I've pushed almost all of that out of my life altogether. I mean, I still dance you know, every once in a while. I taught lessons for a long time, but 
in my own personal life, I don't take any time for creative expression, even though that fills me up so much that gives me self-confidence, like it's therapeutic and I don't, I don't do it at all. So for those of you who have now more time than you thought or haven't focused on those things for a while, I think we almost need to tend towards the other extreme of really focusing on self-care and really taking care of ourselves because as you guys know and as I know like I'm I'm going insane right now like not in um in every sense of my life you know I'm pretty stable as far as work goes everything's good there but um, a lot of us are in isolation right now where we wouldn't have been I know Sarah's an extrovert and wants to be around people you know Oh, it's going to, like, come come by the end of this week, man, you can sure shit know that I'm going to be stir-crazy and, like, yeah. I need people. I just need to be exactly. around people. And, and not just my yeah, fiancé right? and my dog. Right. And there's, <laughs> there's a lot of yeah, collective trauma right now, too. Like, people need connection right now. They're not getting it or not in the way that they're used to. I mean, I know we planned a big events that we were really, really excited about. I had four or five major ones on the calendar, and now all of those are postponed until God knows when. Right? Exactly. TBD, Everybody's going yeah, through this TBD. stuff together. So I think it's it's easy to disacknowledge like all of the major mental health events that we're going through right now um, and say everything's fine because I'm still making money or because I still have work to do. When in reality, like we really have to intensely focus on taking care of ourselves in a creative self-expression way as well. That's not just doing work to stay moving, you know? Well, you know, to piggy on to what you're saying, Danae, it's a perfect segue to something I really wanted to talk about tonight was we have talked about this in the past about people using the term too busy to do things. And it drives me nuts. I know it drives a lot of people nuts, but it's that go to thing where people are like, I'm too busy. I can't do this. I'm too that. Well, now we just got a forced break. (laughs) Every single person just got a forced break whether you are still working or whether you're not. So now this force break can be used for yourself or for something that you have on the docket that you want to try to turn into a habit. I mean, I I couldn't have asked for a better time for a little bit more self-care right. in my life, right? I've been trying to in- institute self-care for months and I, like Danae, I am the first thing to go every single time, every single time. It doesn't matter. And doesn't matter how much I could be down and out for six weeks and that my business will suffer if I'm not there. I still will sacrifice myself every single time. And now this forced time where I am in my house and I now, it's like, okay, how are we going to make the best of it? I now have time to go take a 30 minute walk because I don't feel guilty that my phone's still ringing in the office. I can go walk around my block be home in a few minutes if I need to, you know, it's forced things that I know that I should be doing to get outside, get sunshine and get exercise that I put on the back burner when I'm in the office. But now I'm forced. I have the time. We like, it just opened up. We just challenged everybody to spend however long they would have traditionally spent commuting, doing self-care. Like how long is your commute? Mm. Just spend that doing self-care. Like, how amazing would that be? I like that. Way to be creative, Megan. That's a a really interesting way of talking about it. You know, I think if I had a second job title, it would be troubleshooter and problem solver. Like, that's all I do. 
Um, but no, it's an excellent opinion for both of you. You guys know I say it all the time. Like you are your number one, you are the number one resource in your business. And so if you are not taking mm -hmm. care of you, mm -hmm. you might as well be stealing from the company. You might as well be uh, hurting your prospects because you have to take care of you. It's a, it's a long haul, not a short race. So um, I think that's excellent. And especially when, you know, and Danae and I and Sarah are all really, really sensitive to this. Maybe this is why we were <laughs> so attracted to one another, but um, we're all really sensitive to the energies around us. And, and, and I oh, think God, yeah. at some level, the entire world feels the energies around us. And Danae kind of talked about this, but it's weird right now. Everybody's having these weird energies and it's affecting us. And we don't really know if it's our own energy or the energies happening around us. But you have to be really careful with that, too, because one of the things that really, really, really frustrates me in times like these is watching people sensationalize, jump on like crappy bandwagons, like start spreading a bunch of stuff that isn't true, saying things they don't need to say, mm -hmm. just like making the whole situation mm -hmm. worse so they can participate in the freak out. And participating in the freak out does nobody any good. So if we could just calm, calm it down now nope. a little bit and like recenter ourselves, spend our time doing self-care and positive things, just like Danae said, helping the community, building your emergency fund. Like, let's do productive things in a creative way that is going to make the world a better place instead of jumping on a freaking social media platform and telling you what you're, like Danae was saying earlier <laughs> before we started recording, like, my aunt's brother's uncle worked for FEMA 12 years ago, and so he knows that this is about to happen. Like, shut your fucking mouth. Oh my God. I can't take any more of it shut up let's all do positive productive things that make you healthier make your business healthier and then overall is going to make the entire economy better once we get out of this and stop being destructive start being constructive and creative and happy and rant done mic drop mic drop Megan. <laughs> mic drop i'm gonna make a parody one of all the posts that have been going around because some of them are ridiculous but um can't anyway i i love you guys thank you for all of your creative input tonight I think that you know I, I want to hear more and maybe we can start a thread about it on on the Facebook page as soon as this episode goes up of um what are what are creative ways you're running your business that you weren't before or something like that because mm, I, I want to hear what people are doing because you know the the cool thing about creativity in, in business is that one person does something and that sparks an interest in something else and somebody you know somebody who has a completely unrelated business and you know that's the creativity spreads and it's exciting, and so yeah. I'm 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 encouraging everybody to embrace um, those tactics and embrace those thoughts and embrace those part of you. And if you're if you're having thoughts that you know, what if we did things this way or this is really unique? I don't know if it's going to work. Well, why not try it? Like it's the time. Um, or write or write it yeah. down and try it later. I mean, don't lose the idea. You have it. Your brain is in a creative space right now because it's not bogged. It can be not bogged mm -hmm. down by so many things let it go open it up let those things come in and write them down it's a perfect time to learn how to try to journal it's a perfect time to really get in and see how you feel about certain things that cross your brain instead of just pushing it off because you can fill your day with 18 other things and not actually deal with that one thing it's a really good yeah, time and, and from my perspective it's think the big thoughts think about where you want to be from 10 years from now think about what lifestyle you want to live 10 years from now think about what what your business looks like in two five ten years and 
And how would you build it that way? I think it's excellent. Well, and that's what leads to the energy change. When you start thinking bigger and you start thinking a little bit more outside of the con- the constraints, that's when the energy starts changing. That's when we're getting from this anxious energy to that excited, mm-hmm. positive. You're going to start attracting those things. And I know some people find this wooey, but I'm telling you, it does yep. work. It really yep. does. Even just a small little change. Hey, I'm so glad to see your faces. Same-sies. I love you guys. It's it's weird not seeing us face to face. This is our first like non face to face one outside of what we did for Level Up so last year. You guys are gonna but, get the biggest um, freaking hugs. Yay! When I can see you oh. again. Good, good. All okay. right, this was awesome. All right, guys, we love you all. Stay positive. Embrace your creativity, personally, professionally. If you want to run something by us. We are literally. Here. We can't go. Don't anywhere. hesitate to use so. us. <laughs> <laughs> <a> captive audience. <laughs> yeah, reach out if you need anything, and we will uh, be back on the airwaves next week. Uh, and if you guys have any questions, you know where to find us on Level Up. Uh, you guys know that this podcast is an important part of our community, and as we grow, because we're planning for the future too, share, like, tell your friends about the podcast. That's how we're going to grow and continue to bring you guys great, great content. So uh, make sure that you're sharing that as well. That's it. Love you guys. Bye.